Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Penny Peep Show. You would judge me. You would condemn me to death. Me, who brought Rome itself to its knees. Then bind me in chains. Drag me through your streets. But be quick, lest my poison move quicker. Cut. That's beautiful, Isadora. Just swell. Let's take it again from the top. You saw the headlines. You read her name in the papers. Isn't she marvelous? I've seen every one of her pictures. But this is the true story. A story like nothing you've seen before. There's no one quite like you, Isadora. The story of a young girl driven by ambition. I've always wanted to be in movies. My face dancing on the screen, worshipped, beloved, like an ancient goddess. Who would stop a nothing to see her name in lights? What sort of woman would kill for a part in a movie? Don't you know? I'm not a woman. I'm an actress. Loretta Laverne as Isadora Fortune. If you won't make me the star of your picture, then you won't make this picture at all. Robert G. Agnew as Turner Lee. You wouldn't hurt me, Isadora. In She Hurt Him Dead. I'll get myself out of the car, Holiday. I'll get the bags, Grandmama. <laughs> Drive on. I didn't like the way that driver stared at you, Holiday. Typical man. You should have let me drive, Grandmama. From London to Scotland? Absurd. The train was bad enough. You have an unhealthy attachment to that motor car. Is this the place, Holiday? This is where the invitation said to come, Grandmama. That invitation, probably written by man. It certainly was a strange invitation. That postscript. And what of the woman who sent it, Miss Verity Russett? Do you know her? Never mind that now. What about this house? Look at it. How could anyone spend a weekend in it? It's far too small. That's where one catches the cable car. The house is up there. Look, perched on the cliff. There, where I'm pointing. I see it. I don't like it. Hello there. Watch out, Holiday. It's just a man, Grandmama. I know. A man. Good evening, ladies. Say, you couldn't point me in the direction of Lockerbie Lodge. I can. Where? I'm pointing in the direction of it. Ah, what a nice house. My name is Grayson Kemp. No one asked. And what are two beautiful ladies doing out in this weather? Miss Marmy, Holiday. Yes, Grandmama. I shan't have it, Holiday. No, Grandmama. Is something wrong? Grandmama doesn't care for suck-ups, sponges or freeloaders. You know the sort. Should I have said one beautiful lady? And I don't care for flirts, Lotharios or philanderers. If I come across any of them, I'll run them off. 
All I'm after is a holiday. <gasps> Quick holiday, my brick. A brick? Why would you need a brick? She wants to hit you with it. Grandmama, he meant a holiday away. Like we've come for. My name is Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. This is my grandmother, Mrs. Peggy Parker. Oh, your holiday. That's Miss Howard Hudson to you, and you don't get to lay a finger on her. I have no interest in fingering your granddaughter, Mrs. Parker. As I was saying, I received a peculiar yet generous invitation to this Highland Lodge for the weekend. Peculiar in what way? Was it the postscript, the location, or even the date? I'm cold. Can't we go inside that tiny house now? A fine idea, Mrs. Parker. I shall grab my bag. <laughs> I've grabbed them now. That's an awful lot of luggage for a weekend. You are correct. Come, Holiday. The snow, Grandmama. Take my arm. No. Take my arm, Mrs. Parker. You can have my brick, Mr. Kemp. Holiday, pass me the brick. Let's just get to the cable car. Holiday, I see a man. Another man. You must be more of Miss Resset's guests. I'm here to get you up to the house. By cable car? No, by foot. Oh, that might prove a bit of a challenge. Yes, by cable car. This way. On board, everyone. He's cheeky, Holiday. Keep the brick ready. Here we go. You didn't tell us who you are. I'm Roberts. I'm Miss Resset's man. I see. Uh, not Miss Resset's man. Not in that sense. I'm single, Miss Howard Hudson. Quite unattached. I should warn you, Miss Howard Hudson doesn't care for flirts, lotharias, or philanderers. Nor for men who try to speak for me. Apologies. And what about you, ma'am? What sort of men don't you like? All of them. Keeps things simple, I suppose. Damnable contraption. Is this dangling metal bot safe? Not when the wind picks up. Why? Are you of a nervous disposition? I don't want to be trapped in this lodge. I can think of worse places to be trapped than on a holiday, as in the period of leisure, not you, miss. I want to know about these invitations your mistress sent out. Miss Resset's motives are her own, Miss Howard Hudson. I'm just her man. A the man. <laughs> An unattached man, <laughs> I think I mentioned. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't like what? Everything. Well, I am determined to have a jolly old time. It is a holiday, after all. All right, everyone out. I must go back to the cable car station below. Follow the path to the house. You can't miss it. And then Miss Resset can explain why she's offering people holidays in the Scottish Highlands and paying for train tickets and incidentals. How dare she? Miss Resset hasn't arrived yet, Mrs Parker. You'll find the maid Mary waiting for you. Ta-ra for now. I don't like it. Trapped in a mountain lodge with strangers. I'm sure they'll be as charming as you are. That's what I'm afraid of. Let's head to the house. I won't offer to help this time, Mrs Parker. Not because I don't want to, but I don't want to be threatened with a brick. He thinks he's clever, Holiday. He's trying to be nice, Grandmama. Hmm. Ready the brick. That wind's picking up. Cut to the bone in seconds. Isn't this nice? All at once grand yet cosy. Whoever built it must have had a hankering for wood panelling. Look, other bags. More guests. I'm afraid I don't know. I only just arrived, you see. Hello there. Welcome to Lockerbie Lodge. I'm Mary. Robert's brought you up then? No, we came by foot. You what? My little joke. Well, not my little joke. It was Robert's. His little joke. And who brought us up, incidentally. Put your bags with the others. I'll get them to your rooms as soon as I can. The other guests are in the lounge. This way. (laughs) 
more of us. This is Mrs. Parker, Miss Howard Hudson, and Mr. Kemp. How do you do? I'm Mr. Peter Reed. Pete is what I go by, but you people like to be all Mr. Reed about these things. Where are the drinks? I'll get them directly, Mr. Reed. You also got that bloody weird invitation, did you? If it was so weird, then why did you come? I was invited. And in my line of work, any invitation comes as something of a surprise. What is your line of work, Mr. Reed? Odds and sods. What does that mean? Listen, that. What does that mean? Think of me as a procurer. I invest. I divulge. I spread the wealth around. A man who won't answer questions. <laughs> I don't like it, Holiday. I like you. I like any lady who calls it like she sees it, Mrs. Parker. This is a lovely room, isn't it? Roaring fire, comfy settees, a library of books. Our hostess, whoever she is, whenever she makes an appearance, does know how to decorate. She must also be a fan of hunting. Look at that stag's head above the fireplace. He has the most absurd expression. He's cross-eyed. <laughs> Silly fellow. Ah, drinks. Finally. Apologies for the wait. It's just me at the moment, so I'm rushed off my feet. Did I hear drinks? I did. And more guests. Well, well, well. Mr. Grayson Kemp. Sorry, Petey darling. Looks like you'll have to share me. Hello. You know him? Not a lot of ladies who don't, I'm sure. He's an athlete. A skier. Sort of. It's a shame. I fancy you being a swimmer. Smaller costumes. I do like to ski. You won medals for it in 36. My real forte is military patrol. The biathlon is a combination of skiing and shooting. I brought my gear with me, my skis and one of my rifles too. It's in my luggage in case an opportunity to practice should arise. I'd love to see you firing your rifle, Mr. Kerr. Thank you, Miss... Mrs... Call me Veronica. And I'm Mrs. Parker. And you are... Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. A holiday? I bet you are. Don't make that face. You're far too young and beautiful to be pulling a face like that. Well, I... Bashful, too. You're a sweet one, I can tell. That's the one trick I could never pull. Fellas call me lots of things. The only ones who called me sweet were looking for dessert. Mr. Kemp knows what I'm talking about. Pudding? I'll see you get some pudding, Mr. Kemp. But where are my manners? Not invited on this holiday, it seems. What about these drinks? Sorry, Miss Veronica, I was distracted. <laughs> I don't blame you, darling. I can be very distracted. Here you go. Champagne! My favourite. I don't want any frou-frou stuff. I'll have a scotch. Double. I prefer scotch, if it's going. And for me, Holiday. But I've already poured the champagne. Don't worry about that, darling. The company I'm keeping, I'm already working up quite a thirst. Mr. Kemp, can I interest you in champagne? I'm game. I'm sure you are, darling. I'll get the rest of the drinks, then. The stag had just moved. I'll take it as a compliment. A bit of a wobble when the door closed. It's probably not hung well. Now there's a conversation starter. See? The stag head wobbled again. Not well hung at all. <laughs> no wonder he's cross-eyed. More guests. May I introduce Mr. Dmitry Volkov and Colonel Lionel Gare? Good evening. Yes, hello. I'm Colonel Lionel Gare, retired. That stag above the fire is cross-eyed. We were just saying so ourselves. A fine creature, the stag. It's no lion. No, it's a deer. But anything I can empty my guns into. How many more guests are there to be? Just one more. I'll make the final preparations for dinner. Ah, another celebrity in our midst. Mr. Volkov here is a movie star. 
A movie actor, anyway. Very bankable figure he is in the English film business, such as it is. That's right. I make movie. Many movies. In the silent era, he made his mark as a swordsman. And when the talkies came along, he made his mark as a swordsman. Oh, I am good with blade. I bring it with me. People like to see. Uh, let's talk about this invitation. Odd, I think we can agree. My hackles rose up like I was waist deep in water and someone cried hippopotamus. I tried to question that man Roberts, but no luck. He didn't answer your questions, Colonel Gale. The Russian farted halfway up the mountain and we were trying to keep our noses and mouths shut. I think uh, something I ate on train. Even so, man. Light a match or something. Ah, finally those drinks. Will dinner take this long? I could eat an antelope, I'm that fanny. And will our hostess be joining us? The mistress makes her own time, Miss Howard Hudson. Your drink? Thank you. It's all very queer. What's that? To invite a menagerie of guests and then not show up its rude. The staghead! It's fallen off the wall! Not well, how? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Miss Delphine Diamandus. Hello! Good evening, my darling. Mary, if you could see to Miss Diamandus's luggage. Mary? Oh, yes, definitely. I'll take up Miss Diamandus's luggage directly. Lucky Miss Diamandus is the last guest. The weather's picking up. It's not safe to make another trip. How wonderfully sinister. I look forward to finding out your juicy secrets. I'm something of a collector, you see. There's a stag head on the floor. It's looking at me cross-eyed. And it still isn't the strangest look I'm getting. It's your fur coat, darling. And the matching hat. I like yours, darling. What is it? Fox? No, darling. Mink, darling. I favor coyote, darling. Do you, darling? I do, darling. I always enjoy a thick pelt. But I suspect it isn't my coat. People know me from my columns. Are you a journalist? Nothing so bourgeois. I have a column in which I reflect upon the latest in cultural and social discourse. The goings-on of the higher social sex. Gossip and rumour-mongering. I have also read it. Uh, yes? The Russian translation, I can only assume. Oh, I read in magazine, and I read column about me. She says she like me in silent films. <laughs> Darling boy. I said I prefer you in silent films. Oh, that's right. Thank you. Everyone's accounted for and introductions are done. Let's get you to your rooms, get dressed for dinner, etc. Come on. Follow me to your rooms, everybody. Good grief. Someone has stolen all of our luggage. I've taken all of your bags up to your room. When did you do that? When she was taking forever with the drinks, probably. Well, yes. The bedrooms are upstairs. This way. I could do with a freshening up before dinner. I still have to mainline all this champagne. I'd rather stay downstairs and finish my scotch. Don't you want to change for dinner? I don't know what sort of gaff you think I'm used to, but no, I don't. Where is bathroom? There's several. Top floor, end of the hall. Top floor? Just go upstairs. Such steep stairs. I don't like them. Grandmama isn't so good on her feet. Take my arm, Mrs. Parker. I can help you up. Very well. This strange house, full of strange people. Everything is strange. I don't like it. Cut off in the mountains. I don't care for it. True, we're physically cut off, but look, there at the top of the landing, there's a telephone. Your room is down the way, Miss Howard Hudson. Your room is another floor up, Mrs Parker. Couldn't we swap rooms? Miss Ressett was particular about where everyone sleeps. 
and it's a lovely room, Mrs Parker. A good size and opposite a big bathroom, which for our more senior guests... Miss Howard Hudson, there you are. Mr Roberts. Your room is this way, across from mine, as coincidence would have it. Would you like a brick holiday? I'll take your grandmother the rest of the way. This way, Miss Howard Hudson. Come on, Mrs Parker, take my arm. I don't need your arm. Stay behind me, put your hands on my rear and give me a push. Where do you want me to put my hands? I'm not getting any younger, dearie. Just give my rump a push. Welcome to 100 Horrors, a comedy podcast that seeks to rank the best 100 horror films of all time, as dictated to us by a poster that one of us owns. Every week we bicker over another film in an attempt to give it an overall scare factor and secure its place in the 100 Horrors list. With features such as... And... What would you say to them at the funeral? We take a light-hearted approach to horror cinema so that it can be enjoyed by even the most squeamish of listeners. So whether you're the person who's never seen a horror film in their life or the person who has a tattoo of Leatherface on the right arse cheek, there's something to be enjoyed in every episode of 100 Horrors! <laughs> <laughs> Hello friends, creator of the podcast Kieran here and welcome back to the Penny Peep Show. It's been a duration of time since our last ep, <coughs> Christmas, but I've got a new booth in a new house and the schedule is resuming. I thought I'd start us out with a cute little series about a bunch of mates hanging out on holiday. That's right, ignore any undertones, a process of elimination is a light-hearted show about friends being buddies. So stick around if you want more of that. If you want more of that, then please let us know. Lots of socials to be found in the episode description, so you can do just that. Seriously, I want to make things that people want to listen to, and I promise I will listen. Want to see a genre get the Penny Peep Show treatment? Want a fan-favorite character brought back from the dead? Want me to shut up? Oh. Okay, well, enjoy the rest of the episode then. Thanks for listening. Bye. The lounge that evening. Mary the maid rehangs the fallen stag head under the supervision of Colonel Gare, Mr. Kemp, and Mr. Reed. Higher, higher, a little higher. I think that's done it. There we go. Back onto the wall for Mr. Pointy, as good as new. Stag head, as good as new? Hardly. Never stuffed him, stuffed him up. Thank you for your assistance, Mr. Kemp. I best put this stepladder away and get dinner finished up. Do you need a hand? No, sir. You stay here and be a guest. Hello again, boys. Did you miss me? I don't think anyone could miss you with that dress, Ronnie. Couldn't miss me out of it either. Wouldn't you say, Mr. Kemp? You're quite right. That'd put the wind up a lot of people. We found the bar. Fancy a drink? Pop a bottle of champagne for me, darling. I don't know if we've got any champagne. What do you got, Petey, darling? Scotch. Scotch it is, then. A subtle number she is, with a strong finish. You talking about me or the Scotch, Petey? Don't answer. No one's ever called me subtle. And it would be strange to say 
say you have a strong finish. Not that strange, Mr. Kent. Speaking of strange, this house, the way it's decorated. Poor Mr. Pointy can't help what he looks like. Who's Mr. Pointy? Is he as fun as he sounds? I opened my bedroom door to see a blonde vamp staring moony-eyed at me from a movie poster. Curtis and Lee present Loved Lovers Loved. And then outside the second floor bathroom, Crawford and Lee present She Took It With Her. And behind the bar, look, Moore and Lee present Ahead of Her Time. Excellent taste in cinema. I'll tell you what's odd. Take a look at them shelves of book. Do you mean shelves of books? I mean what I said. Shelves of book. One book, hell of a lot of copies of it. The Costa by Betty Fay Wanderer. Shelves full of them. Very queer. What's this? Perhaps it's a, a very good book. I'll read the back of it. Poisoner to emperors. Poisoner of emperors. The Costa tells the shockingly true story of one of history's most mysterious women. Hmm. Sounds like my kind of day. Our hostess must be a fan. To the tune of dozens of books. Good evening, gentlemen. Did you miss me? Hello again. Oh, good evening. Right. Miss Diamandis. My darling. What a lovely... Would we call it a gown? <laughs> you must have paid a pretty price for it. A shame, given how little fabric you got in return. Thank you, darling. I like what you're wearing. I bought one off the rack and my mother wears it everywhere. We were talking about books. Well, book, as Mr. Reed pointed out. Paperback pulp. Disposable trash. I know the sort. Don't you write for magazines, Miss Diamandis? Hard to get more paperback than that. And what was the other thing you called it? Trash. <laughs> I don't like that bathroom. Where's my granddaughter? Hello again, Mrs. Parker. We were talking about literature. Do change the oh, subject. Oh, here's bathroom done. Uh, bathroom is empty, no? What a thing to ask a lady. Men these days. Why didn't you use the one upstairs? I could not find, uh, but one down here. Is empty? Yes. Oh, I don't know. Can't understand English. Can't understand the floor plan of a house. <clears throat> Dinner is ready. Uh, finally! I could eat a horse. Where's my granddaughter? I saw her heading to the lookout. Would you like me to find her for you, Mrs Parker? All right, but no funny business. I'm a serious person, Mrs Parker. I've brought my brick with me, that's all I'm saying. Some sort of knife would be more appropriate for the dinner table. There you are, Miss Howard Hudson. What do you want, Mr Kemp? Oh, a, a warm meal, a hot bath on an early night. All in all, a relaxing holiday. With me, Mr Kemp. Oh, oh, well, we can share the meal and the early night too, probably. Your grandmother might have something to say about us sharing a bath. What do you want with me, Mr Kemp? Why have you come out here? Oh, I came to get you for dinner. What brought you out here, Miss Howard Hudson? It can't be the weather, <laughs> unless you love being in blizzards. Oh, which, which you might. Well, Mr Kemp, I wanted some time to think. This is an auspicious weekend, Mr. Kemp. Whoever brought us here on tonight of all nights must be... Are you all right? Sorry, I swallowed some snow. Where was I? Something about auspiciousness. Yes. Why this invitation? Why these guests? Why now? There's more going on than just a holiday. A holiday is an easy thing to have if you set your mind to it. And you're going to have one no matter what anybody says or does, aren't you? That's the plan. Uh, Let's get a warm meal, Mr. Kemp. 
how was the lobster bisque? It rich. Uh, good buff. A lovely soup for winter. Very warming. You know what's warming? Wintering in Marrakesh. A man can't live on such watery fare. This anemic excuse for food may suit ladies, but it doesn't suit me. You didn't have your soup either, Mr. Reed. Can't abide secret is in my food. Won't touch the stuff. There more fishy stuff in the next course? No, sir. And there is our hostess. Strange that we didn't wait for her. There isn't even a space at the table for her. It just doesn't make sense to me to invite so many strangers to spend the weekend together. Certainly queer. What's that? Eccentric, they call it. Daft is what I call it. These rich birds are for now. It will make sense in time. Do you know something, Mr. Roberts? Are you the Trojan horse of this weekend? Filled with men? A trap. This was supposed to wait until coffee in the lounge, but it may as well happen here. I have a letter written by Ms. Resset, addressed to you all. Then read it, Matt. Why is everyone in such a rush? Here. Hey, fine work, Mr. Reed. A deft snatch. Thank you, Colonel. What does it say? It says, My dearest guests, my deepest apologies for my long absence from your lives. She should have made more of an effort to get here rather than wasting time apologising. It is my sincerest wish that you make the most of your time together and that you may have a productive weekend before my arrival. Not me. I shall be actively unproductive as befits a holiday. Should you feel any apprehension as to why I've brought you all here, I advise you to seek out that which you have in common. Warmest regards, etc., etc., Miss Verity Rissett. How deliberately unhelpful and cryptic of her. Find common interests. An important part of making new friends. Beef Wellington. Aha! A proper meal. Much buttery pastry. A land mammal I can sink my teeth into. And this is the only insight you can give us, Mr. Roberts. Correct, Miss Howard Hudson. <gasps> oh, grief. Is that a brick? It is. And it'll have your name on it if you're not careful. Now, tell us, what does that blasted letter? <laughs> Don't you know, darling? It's so obvious. At least to me, darling. Why did you drop all the darlings, darling, and say what you know, darling? I'll stop, darling, when you cease to darling, darling. Or we shall both darling these darlings ad infinitum, darling. Just explain what's going on. And both of you stop using darling. The word is losing its meaning. Darling? Uh, what does it mean? Even the Russian agrees. That's right. I know that in all my years pursuing rumor and scandal, I've never shared dinner with a more salacious and sinister party of villains in my life. And let's not forget how terribly long that life has been, darling. Sorry. Villains? I know I've done nothing to earn such an acrimonious title. Have you not, Colonel? Would your soldiers agree? They would if they knew what was good for them. And who else? Have we? Ah, Mr. Kemp, the champion skier, prepared to do anything to stay on top. A lot of skiing, to be sure. And let's keep the conversation on the slopes and not what you choose to do in your own time. Mr. Reed, need we ask? The less said, the better. Mr. Volkov, hiding behind his ignorance and accent. That's right. Ms. Veronica, why not Mrs.? <laughs> uh, I don't need to take my husband's name, darling. <laughs> Sorry. But you took something from him. From all of them. Yes. Preposterous. I'm a grieving widow. How many times over? And then there's a sweet old lady and her obliging, apparently unattached granddaughter. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Grandmama. Hit me with a brick. Bravo. Good shot. Oh, you 
stupid old woman. Let me get my hands on you. Lay a finger on her and I'll kill you. Should I get the frozen peas? I've had quite enough of your terrible cooking. I meant for your head where the brick hit you. Yes, I shall be in my room. Who brings a brick to dinner? I know. Some sort of knife would be more appropriate. That's what I said. Before I go, I leave you with one more thing. A name. Isadora Fortune. Good night to all of you. Isadora Fortune? She's that pretty little thing on all the posters around the house. She was a screen siren. She lured people to their deaths? No, she was a movie star. Oh! I know her. She was big deal. Now she's on death row for murder. Ed, I don't know her so well. She was a rising star on her way to Hollywood to make it big. But when she got fired from her dream role, she snapped and murdered the director. At least... That's what they say. Who is they? They just left the room with a sizable lump on their head. Uh, when did all this happen? A year ago, to the day. Really? Isn't life full of strange coincidences? Say, what's for pudding? There you go, Grandmama. In your bed. Thank you, Holiday. I'd feel better if I had my brick back. I know you would, Grandmama. You should preload that pistol of yours, Holiday. There are men in the building, after all. It's just so queer. Ten strangers brought together for a weekend in a remote lodge. <laughs> yes, strangers. Someone brought us here deliberately. Someone knows more than they are letting on. And that someone was responsible for what was written on the bottom of that invitation. Perhaps you're right, Holiday. Can't do much about it now. Oh, I suppose not. You're a good girl, Holiday. Thank you, Grandmama. Could I have my brick back? No, Grandmama. Good night. Good night, Holiday. <sighs> and good night to you, other brick. Hello, operator, darling. Operator. Chelsea, 1509. Thank you, darling. Is that you, darling? It's me, darling. I made it safely, darling. The real danger is from the other guests, darling. I have a bag of increasingly squishy peas pressed to my head as we speak. Is there somebody listening? No, not you, darling. I thought I heard. Never mind. Oh, darling, it's glorious. I'm fearing for my life. Wait, darling. I'm sure there's... Hello? Is anybody there? Who's there? Is somebody playing games? Mysterious invitation, an unknown host, ten strangers trapped in a remote mountain lodge. 
Miss Delphine Diamandis. I could spill everyone's dirty little secrets if I so wished. Colonel Lionel Gare. I've survived wars. Whatever foolery this is holds no fear for me. Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. Lay a finger on me and I'll kill you. Mr. Grayson Kemp. I won't let anything get in the way of my having a good holiday. Mr. Petey Reed. I always get mine. Get in my way and you'll get yours. Mrs. Peggy Parker. I've got a brick and I'm not afraid to use it. Mr. Dimitri Volkov. I'm good with sort. Would you like to see my sort? Miss Veronica. Buckle up, boys. We're in for a hell of a ride. The butler, Mr. Roberts. The maid will take care of it. The maid, Mary. I'll take care of it. One dead. <laughs> Nine remain. Finding the killer will be a process of elimination. Process of Elimination featured the voices of Jacqueline Osorio as Miss Delphine Diamandis and Miss Isadora Fortune. Andrew Jane Spooner as Colonel Lionel Gare. Rhiannon Mauschel as Miss Holiday Howard Hudson. David Moss as Mr. Grayson Kemp. Matt James as Mr. Peter Reed. Catherine Jones as Mrs. Peggy Parker. Stephen Jobson as Mr. Dimitri Volkov. Lucy Clough as Ms. Veronica. Kieran Davy as Mr. Roberts. Rosie Williamson as Mary the Maid. And Jan Pye is the narrator and Turner Lee. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.